0: What's that place you've always wanted to try? Well, you're there, sharing plates with... Just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in... Over here! With a friend and found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Hey there, this is Jim the Keys, bartender trying to use my old... I am using my old technique of using a soundboard because I am hoping, hoping beyond hope that I'll be able to do a show tomorrow from a remote location. It's been a while. I'm not going to be doing it from the house. So yeah, a return to the old days except for maybe not with the host because I don't have a problem with the host or the co-host or anything on there. It's just that When you plan to do something and people can't be there, then you're double doing the show. Maybe I can just never plan and just hope for that until I, you know, I can see I can see these shows on television and not that I'm comparing this to a well-produced show on late night television, but when a special guest doesn't show up. That really kind of changes things. So that's what I was dealing with with uh, not not having a co-host because you can't always guarantee that. When you want to do a show, you got to do a show. It's like working out, right? If you're working out and you always work out with someone, if they get sick and that's part of your routine, then that person's not showing up to work out, then you may not, you may find a reason or that could be a good enough reason for you not to show up. And I'm not, uh, I'm more of a loner when it comes to working out and things like that. Because it's when I feel well that I want to work out, it's when I'm ready to do a show, I want to do a show. So, you know, in these bigger productions, obviously bigger productions, people get paid. I get paid, but not that much. It's not about being paid, about doing a show. And this past week, I I was contemplating that because, you know, my numbers are down. I realized, I, and do you know what? I'm out at my gym that I go to on Mondays. You, if you're an avid listener, you realize I do an indoor cycling class. I, I lead the indoor cycling class or I whatever you want to call it. I instruct an indoor cycling class. And... Before the class, I have my routine. I warm up. I do core exercises and a little warm up. But I'm putting my shoes off in the a, in a general area. And there's two people there that know I have a podcast. And here they are talking about another podcast, how much they love podcasts and stuff like that. And they don't even refer to you having a podcast. It'd be like saying if you were a redhead, right? And people saying... To other people having a conversation, talk about how they like that person because they have red hair, and they're redhead, and they're redhead, and they don't look over at you and say, "Oh, you're redhead too." <laughs> so, I guess, like I said before, this podcast is not for everyone. It's not for everyone. I do realize that. I don't want to change it. I realize that growing up, I've come to a realization in the last. I'm really accepting the le- in the last couple years that I had a severe case of people pleasers. Like I'm trying to be, want to be liked by everyone, and then if someone doesn't like me, that person is the one that'll ruin my day. When, you know, life isn't like that. There could be people that like you for, you know, like you for the wrong reasons. They could dislike you for the wrong reasons or dislike you for the right reasons. It doesn't matter. You're Someone else's opinion about you is none of your business. <laughs> right? It sounds like I'm not I'm not saying you shouldn't try to change for the better. I'm just saying people can have all different opinions of you. It doesn't really matter. It's kind of the the sense of what you're what you feel yourself is, how you are, how you want to be. And that's the thing I've been trying to practice. I've been trying to practice it. So I don't change my views for anybody. My, my views are my views. They're not anybody else's. It is the show's view. My views are the show's views. And right now, I'm going to say they're of the sponsors because I don't have a pick of the sponsor right now. When I have the pick of the sponsor, that I'm saying my views are the picks of the sponsors when they put those on the, on the air. Anything I say, how do you like that? You never hear that, do you? So I'm going to say, listen. If Jim says, Jim says it's completely appropriate for a man to uh, marry a stalk of cauliflower and have s- marital relations with it, then the sponsor, you hear the commercials phone for the show, endorses that too, right? So if you want to, yeah. Um, until I, you know what. I do have commercials, but they're the commercials that are put on by the streaming services. So, iHeartRadio has their own commercials. Uh, iTunes has its own commercials. Spreaker has its own commercials. So, uh, once again, this is Jim the Key's bartender. I do work as a bartender. Sometimes I forget to say that. Say, does this guy ever bartend? Because he never talks about bartending. Well, I work at a restaurant nearby. For anybody that's new to listening, I'm near here in Key Largo. That's where I am in Key Largo. And I work about two blocks away from where I I live, two blocks away from where I work. And I also have side gigs, one of them being the indoor cycling. The other one's a notary business where I do Yeah, it's not just signing stuff. I do loan signings. And in Florida, you can uh, officiate at weddings, you know, do the signing, marry people. So I do that. And pretty much that. And a little courier, that's pretty much it. I keep myself to one, two, and the podcasting, which is four. Four things that I do. Right now, podcasting is kind of like running. Deep, a deep fourth on what I get compensated for, but it's definitely up there with the number one thing I love doing. And that's saying crazy shit on a platform that lets me infect people worldwide. Infect them. I don't mean, I mean, a nicer way we would say it is I can reach people, right? I say, if so, if something's wrong with me, I'm infecting people with ideas. Uh, maybe my ideas aren't that hot, but they are ideas. Everyone has ideas. Well, the last six, seven months, six months, let say, we had a, a great talent come into the place I work, the Catch Restaurant on Route 1 in Key Largo. And that guy's name was Adam Music, and he's one of those uh, uh, musicians. He plays a guitar. He has a synthesizer. I don't know if he has a... He's not like a one-man band thing because he'll play some other accompanying music with his guitar, but his primary guitar, and he sings. And he plays a bunch of different music, But and he has a large songbook. When I say songbook, he does a lot of covers and stuff like that, obviously. But from uh, kind of a country rock, rock, pop, some oldies. I've heard him sung, sing uh, kind of beautiful Spanish songs, like Spanish love songs. So the guy, the guy's from Virginia, has a deep uh, Southern accent, and the first time I met him, he seemed really nice and sweet. I said, "There's no one that nice. There's no one that nice." And after this six, seven months, I have to say, he is that nice because I saw him in all different sort types of uh, situations I've seen him with difficulties things that bothered him and stuff like that and he just seems to handle it really well the things and he really you know where some people come in they're crass he's in his mid 40s he looks he looks like he's in his late 30s and the only reason I think that because he's the amount of talent and the amount of music he knows i know i know he's real talented he'd be he's he is doing it professionally he's doing it in restaurants and things like that but what he did was he drove down here from his virginia had his converted uh church bus you convert it into kind of like a a camper equipment carrier nice setup Nice little not not the big it's not a short bus it's a church bus like one of those ones that would seat like 20 people tops and he took all the benches out, almost all the benches out. Maybe he kept one bench, and I don't know. I haven't been in deep in that one. But he came down and lived down here for six months. And he then he started at our place, and he started playing all these other places, and had some other side jobs too. He'd do a little construction. He's a hard worker, strong guy. Uh, so he was with us for a while, and you—you know—it's a problem. You always think appearance is how you behave. In front of other people, well, I would just think, man, I wish I was I was as pleasant as that, and I used to be as pleasant as that as that when I was younger. Look, I'm talking about someone else, and I'm making it about myself. How selfish am I? But that's why I'm just talking about. Getting older, so I, st- as I got older, I started getting a little more selfish about things, and like not realizing that not realizing for years that I was trying to be a people pleaser and then say, wait a second, not only am I not a people pleaser, sometimes sometimes I'm ignoring as fuck, as fuck, I meant to say, (coughs) with my habits, such as drinking, being opinionated, loud, interjecting, when people are talking. And that's what I have to, I guess I have to do when I do my shows remotely I'm going to have to sit and wait and let someone talk every so often I get people here and they just hijack the show and sometimes I'm you know kind of reluctant to uh, stop them because that's crass isn't it It just shows you what am I I can't handle it with someone else in the spotlight there for a moment so when someone's doing well, I should just let them roll with it, and just go, you know, come on when there's a lull, and ask anou- you know ask another question or things like that. I think I've I've made many promises, but I promised several people. Tomorrow is Tuesday, today is Monday. I'm recording, and Tuesday night is trivia night at the place I work. I don't bartend on Tuesday nights, but. I was asked because one of their members of this team, and, you know, I used to say, but trivia is a pain in the ass to lay out. And plus, I don't drink anymore either. Um, I told him I'd sit on that team. And then I thought, wait, not only will I sit on the team, I will attempt to do a remote from the restaurant. And I'll set it up. Because first, the first remotes I did from the restaurant, I tried to do it with... uh, the powered mics, and things like that. And I explained to you listeners, I've explained on previous shows, that with a powered mic, it picks up everything in the area. So if someone breaks a glass, you hear the glass break. You don't hear this, you hear that. Now, not so much with dynamic mics. Dynamic mics are more like sound power mics. You have to actively hold it up, the mic up to your mouth, and that gets it going, where it's the, it's like it's not, the mic isn't on, so you could be in a loud surroundings, use a dynamic mic, and it won't pick up the sound as much. You'll still see, hear a buzz in the background. You'll hear a bit of a buzz, but you don't do that. And I wish I had done it with Adam, but I couldn't do it with Adam, because every night he worked, I worked. He either played on a Friday or Saturday. So, um, I should have done it because that would have been great. One time I want to do a show and have him playing back. I have other friends. I have my friend Lee Sharp in Key West. He's been on the show a bunch of times, and uh, he's a really good uh, conversationalist and an even better, if it's possible, an even better musician, much like Adam Music. And I come across these guys and I said, man, this is what when I go back to when I meet someone like that, I go, I used to be jealous. I get jealous when someone say, I always thought I could be like that. A real nice person, not really selfish, not really that. And I realize how painful, painful it is to be unselfish. It is painful because usually you're doing things for other people. You're not letting off steam and things like that. but then I always think, well, they got something, they always seem peaceful and they're not losing their shit like I do. I want to be more like them. Yeah, people around me, I want to be more like them. And I say, listen, if I pick someone in an area and I want to be like them because of that quality, if they're non-judgmental, if they're always friendly, always helpful. Even keeled, not always stressed out and couldn't turn in. you know, I'm not suggesting that people don't come by that naturally, but sometimes people that aren't stressed out are just because they're medically not stressed out because they're they're their on something. well <coughs> yeah, I'm be, so Adam left this past week to get back to the story. Adam was with us six months, he's going back to Virginia, and we're gonna miss him. And hopefully he will uh, be back with us in October and I'll be able to do those things like do a show and have them background. Now to segue into that, I wanted this show to be entertaining, informative about the keys, telling people what the keys are like and things that they do and have a little music on there, kind of like a variety show. Variety shows. So but obviously it'd have to be all audio. It's people telling jokes, telling stories. I can have a video component of it, a little video component, but I'm not a TV show. I mean someday, who knows? Who knows what it'll be? But I uh I'm always trying. And to get back to the key stuff, uh there'd be things about going to different places. So I would go and set up now, it takes me if ideally it takes me about 30 minutes to set up, get everything done, record a show, just uh, do my sound checks, do it, go back in, make sure everything's right, like I told you about my tr- trials with technology or sound technology, audio technology. I got this soundboard. It's not huge. Gosh, it's almost it's a little uh, about 12 inches wide by 11 inches Uh, deep, there's four setups for microphones, but I realize now four microphones aren't necessarily the best thing because I don't need four people talking at the same time. I may just do two microphones and say, listen, we're going to talk, and then you're going to hand the microphone to them, and then I'll have the microphone. That's maybe what I'll do, do. Because I don't want... First of all, it's hard enough for me to police myself over talking someone else. And I realize how annoying that is when someone's trying to explain something. So I'm trying to get better at that. But what's worse is having someone else; they don't realize that when they're talking over someone, then it gets rather confusing. Imagine how confusing it is. And I don't, I don't have anybody else. How confusing the show is at times. So yesterday, I, if I was doing these things, remote shows, I could have, wa- I could have set up one and done one in marathon because we had Sunday off and I spoke to the wife checked with the daughter and I said hey listen you know well let's take a look make an impromptu visit about 50 60 miles south to marathon it's about 55 miles where we went to 55 56 miles sombrero beach one of the sand white sand beaches down here in the keys beautiful beach about gosh no more than less than a quarter mile long and the heart of Marathon. It was a beautiful day. It was the beach was crowded. Um, I don't know. I don't think I would do a podcast from the beach, though. I could have done it from the beach. I could have done recordings using my phone up on the beach, and then walk back to one of the picnic areas they have off the beach. It's a lovely lovely place there there's not li- like i said there's not a lot of wh- there are only a couple white sand beaches that are appropriate for swimming off cuz we're on coral island and a lot of times when you come off on these beaches you're walking on hard coral coral and it's a pain in the ass and it hurts sometimes for people with tender feet so we got up you know for Early, we were on the road when we were on the road by uh, eleven o'clock, which is pretty early for us on a Sunday. We got down to the beach i mean a little after twelve twenty after twelve twelve thirty, and then looked for a parking space now that's where when you go down the marathon that's that there's parking maybe for christ i'm just going to guess a hundred vehicles, maybe a Yep, well, yeah, there's not a lot of parking. It's not like the beach then you go to Jersey Shore or any other places. That's a parking f- for the beach area. Maybe maybe there's more. Maybe I'm more. But I think I'm being conservative about it and I think it would be accurate. And we ended up parking on this along this property and on the other side of the fence, no trespassing but there were other cars there and it said it didn't say no parking. So we're thinking oh it says no trespassing that's for on the other side of the fence. On this side of the fence it's okay to park. That's what we hope. You know, you're we thinking, well, I wouldn't be too surprised if there was a ticket. Or on the outside chance when we're walking back, there's a small possibility that my car would have been towed. Small. So I played the odds on that. And it wasn't. It wasn't the case. That doesn't mean it won't happen again. So, but, but we went to the beach. It was a lovely day. And being a Florida person now, I realize what it's like going to the beach. If I'm there for 20 minutes, you think I'm going to cover up. I'm going to only be there 20 minutes. Don't ever do it. Put the, put the lotion on Think of Buffalo Bill and Silence of the Land. Buffalo Bill, the main heavy, not Hannibal Lecter. He was the main heavy, too, but the main character they were looking for, the guy to skin the girls and all that stuff. Remember what he said it puts a lotion on his skin or it gets a hose again. The hose doesn't really help you, but that lotion does. And I had one burn, and it was right behind my toes on my right foot on the. F- on the flat part of my feet. People forget about that sometimes. They wear shoes all the time. And they never put suntan lotion on the top of their feet. There's nothing worse than having to try to put on some footwear and then you have severely burnt uh, feet. I guess maybe with Tucker Carlson you can have severely burnt testicles because Tucker Carl- Carlson on Fox News endorses some kind of therapy to increase testosterone by uh, testicle tanning. And you know what? With tanning, you can get burnt. And there's an area of your body you never get sunlight on. Well, for most of the people, under, you know, your testicles getting tanned. Imagine that would be from underneath the last place in the world that sun comes on there. Maybe may be good for some guys to get rid of whatever bacteria or fungus or something they may have, but not to gross you out. I don't know how I got the testicle tanning. I'm talking about Marathon Beach. We drove down there the... The uh, traffic wasn't so bad, but it was crowded down there. We still kind of have people on their spring break, and now we're dipping into it. We still have people coming down here, I guess, because now when season's over, the rates are coming down for the hotel rooms, and that's drawing people down too. Maybe, who knows, you know, because the price of airline tickets have gone up because of fuel. So we go down there. It's all crowded and stuff like that. And the beach is crowded, but we're still enjoying it. When the beach is crowded, you just got to put up with the crowded beach. It's nice when it's an empty beach; it doesn't have any lifeguards there, so you got to be careful. But it doesn't have waves either because we're inside the reef. You got to remember, in marathon and stuff like that, there's a reef off the beach a couple miles, and that restricts the uh, the d- restricts the size of the waves. There's virtually no waves. There's a little one that runs comes back and forth, but you. You don't get any waves down there. Not like you would in Miami or some other place. Just because how shallow it the water arrives and it stays pretty much like six feet for a mile. So there's no buildup for shallowness. Okay, and then it goes and ends right at the shoreline where you get some lapping of waves. It's like a lake. It's almost like a lake there. Which access to the ocean. So that's no proof that there may not be any. But we're there it's lovely we're making sure putting on suntan lotion you got to do it you got to put it in the places where you're thinking in your body you go, where have we been burnt Where like you go shoulders stomach i hate getting stomach burnt things like that i don't have as big a stomach as i used to have but oh that's gotta that's annoying right there the b- the back uh the legs the the upper thighs Hands and arms, does face face burn your face burning. God, I mean it's not good for you either. So we had a lovely time. We ended up going to one of the local restaurants down there called the Island Fish Company, which was a beautiful place in, in Marathon. Maybe I'll maybe I'll go and hit them up for maybe a sponsorship one time. Do their do a show down there, do a show from their place. I always say, Jim, you're you're always threatening to do that, but you really never do it. Well, you know, eventually I'll shame myself and do it because I haven't done it. This is all part of a plan, a great plan, isn't it? So we uh, had a lovely meal down there, and then we drove back. And driving back, I was just contemplating and driving down, but more so on the way back, how beautiful is a ride? How distracting that is. Even when you're by yourself, you see this beautiful, you're driving on this road. You have this azure blue, or I think that's what you call it, waters on the left and right of you. Uh, different uh, shades, but bright blue, light blue, you know, depending on how shallow it is. And it's just beautiful. The sun's shining, and you've got water on either side of you for miles and miles and miles. Some of the bridges are a mile or two long until you get down as even you get down a seven-mile bridge, which I don't have to tell you. I hope I don't have to tell you how long the seven-mile bridge is. Because then you'd have bigger problems than me having to explained to you how long the seven-mile bridge is. Because life would be much more difficult for you. It's like which direction does the up escalator go to, Right? So, coming back, I'm thinking, wow, uh, this would be the perfect time if self-driving cars were really competent at this time. But you always see the story. I just saw a story yesterday where uh, Tesla was summoned at an airport. And instead of going on the road around the airport, it decided to go across the runway and runs into a private jet because it's probably using ground detection. It, does not, it's not being, it doesn't have a radar that tells you that there's something a couple feet off the ground. You know? So I, I just realized in driving back, I really, ways of being distracted. And on the way down, we were watching, we were behind someone who had out-of-state license plate, Maryland. And I couldn't see, there was someone on the driver's side Who was holding their hand out filming things and I was going, I hope that's not the driver's side. I hope I hope that's not the driver's the front driver's seat. I hope that's the person in the back seat, but we couldn't tell by the tinted windows that there was someone in the back. It was one of those small SUVs. And I was seeing, I said, Oh, we gotta get from behind this person. They're going to visit every bridge we're gonna go over. And that's the one you got to really be careful because you don't want to be holding a phone or looking at something when you're going on a bridge where it's two lanes and about 12 to 18 inches is separating you from oncoming traffic. You know, where the collision course is 110 miles an hour or 120, depending if you're going five miles on the speed limit, like going 60 miles an hour. You don't want to be behind that person. I don't want to be in front of that person sometimes, but I definitely don't want to be behind them. And it turned out, as we came close, they turned off when we started following them. Uh, well, following, because, you know, when you go de- through the Keys, we start up with four lanes, two lanes going north and south, and then one lane. And then I realized, hey, I was kind of like that, but I wouldn't do that when I was driving. Blah blah blah. And we drive alongside as they pull off to the right, and they're pulling into one of the attractions in Isle Rada. We see it's someone in the back seat with their window open doing it and said, oh, well, then they completely appropriate, completely appropriate. So that's something down here. That's what maybe one of the reasons why people come down here and stuff like that. There's so much to look at, just looking at the ocean on either side is quite the spectacle. It's quite the spectacle and it draws your eyes to the right and the left and – Either way, either place can cause you a problem. If you go, you just concentrate on the left, then you see the cars coming on, you see the ocean, you see that, but you don't see the bicyclist on the right side. And on the right side, you see the bicyclist and go to move bicyclist. If you're concentrating on that and something happens, then you're going into oncoming traffic. So that's the perils of driving down here, you think about. You think about people catching. Finally, I want to make a left turn here instead of saying, you can just wait and make a U-turn. You know, if you go bypass and people making left turns from the second right lane out. And they are talking down here. This is interesting. It's a pipe dream, but they want to make it four lanes where the highway is two lanes in the Keys. And Now, highway turns into two lanes in south of Tavernier into Al-Murada at around mile marker 80. Oh, no. 89. Around mile marker 89, it changes, it converts into a two-lane, and they've never, you know, it's and then all the way down until you get down to Marathon, it turns into Marathon, Florida, which is halfway down to Keys, it turns into four lanes again, and doesn't get substantially bigger until you get to Key West, another 40 miles south. So people are thinking, well, you know, we could probably greatly Increase the flow of traffic by having two lanes going all the way, don't have these choke points. But the thing is, they're, they got to move off the power lines and everything and establish eminent, uh, eminent domain to move things off and it makes sidewalks a little s- smaller. Some of the businesses along Route 1, their parking, lo- parking spaces are going to be impinged upon. They're going to be backing into Route 1 in order to get on the road. Who knows? Unless they move some of these structures. But that's, and one some guy assured me, he says this won't happen for 10 years. That's the way they do things down here. And I think that's the way it is. But we know about building roads. When you build a road, by the time the r- most roads are built in the United States, are already obsolete, especially in big cities, Miami. Miami's been that way since I came down in 2007. I mean, I'm sure it was going on before then. But there was road work going on for the last 15 years. And it's really interesting because you've got these um, big interchanges, big uh, interchanges as you go into Miami and North, and they open up yearly. And you're driving by, and you, gotta get in on the you normally exit on the left, and now you exit on the right, and things like that. It's kind of crazy. But – that's what. If that's your biggest worry in the world, just drive a little slower. Make sure it's hard to say in Miami because people drive like nuts down here. Really aggressive driving. I'm not bitching. Sorry about that. Well, I'd like to thank you for listening. I'm going to end this show. I want to say uh, we also support our friends in Ukraine. Hopefully, they'll keep on fighting, keep on getting the support they need. Uh, stay strong. And thank you for listening. Tomorrow, I'm going to try attempt to do a show prior to there, and I'll have the man, the myth, the legend, Jimmy Hawkins, on the show. If he makes it. If he makes it. Hopefully, he makes it. I told him to be there before 4 o'clock. So, well, before 5. But I have other people I, I could bring in there, too. So, I will see you tomorrow. I will release the show. I'm not going to do it live. I'm going to record it. But uh, we'll see how that works out. And if it doesn't, I'll do a show explaining how it didn't work out. And that would be lame on the part of me. Thank you very much and have a great day, guys. Bye. Welcome to Total Wine and More. I want something fun in the sun. You'll love this sparkling wine. Wow, great price. Find what you love, love what you find. At Total Wine and More, drink responsibly B21. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you.